Uso lately ang tanong, anong bago? Ikaw ba may plano na magbago? O gusto mo lang ang mga tao sa paligid mo, sila ang magbabago? We've been talking a lot lately about change, being transformed by renewing of our mind. That's how we change and how we change the world. And when you change, your world and everything in it changes. And last week's message was that you can't change yourself by your own power. But successful life change comes from God's power, His grace. It's His supernatural work that's done to you on the inside in two phases. His undeserved favor gives you a new life and a new lifestyle. You can get a brand new life just by receiving Jesus Christ. It's a personal encounter. But a new lifestyle will involve other people. That's what we're talking about today. The role of other people in transforming our lifestyle into the champion and fruitful life that God gives us. We're changed by God's power, but He also uses His people, God's people. Like if you remember the apostle na ang pangalan niya Saul, he had a powerful encounter with Jesus, very direct and very personal. He trusted and accepted what Jesus did for him without the help of other people and he got a new life. But this mass murderer immediately needed the help which came from other Christians in the community to change his gangster lifestyle and attitude. And an encourager named Ananias welcomed him, prayed for him, and took him to church to meet other followers of Jesus. So the summary of today's message is God's power, but also God's family. God's family. Staying in relational connection to God's family will help you change your life for the better. Keep connected to grow spiritually strong, healthy, matured and productive. Psalms chapter 92 verse 12 to 14 says that if you want to flourish like a palm tree and grow like a like a strong cedar tree, be planted in the house of the Lord, in the family of God, and you will stay healthy and be fruitful. The Bible says even when they are old, they'll continue bearing fruit. The good news is change is coming and through receiving the power of God's grace and connecting with the family of God's people, you will experience supernatural transformation in your lifestyle and relationships. God's family is the key or the tool that God uses to change our lives. Who are we talking about when we say God's family? They're the people in an ongoing relationship with Jesus. This is not just you good people, nice people. Hindi ito mga workmates lang, mga kaibigan. But it's those people who have made a decision, that most important decision, to get into a relationship with God through Jesus. God loves all the people in the world, but His family are those who are reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. A Christian family is not just a good idea. It's God's idea. And the Christian community really is God's image. It, it's, it's who He is. 
In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, God said, Let us make human beings in our image. So God created human beings in his own image, male and female. He created them. So God put the need for family, his image of a family in every soul. Genesis 2 verse 18 says it's not good for man to be alone. We always say we is greater than me. Think about a newborn baby. He needs to be placed in a family to survive. He needs feeding and care, protection, to be able to learn and grow. And just like a biological family, you need a family to grow up spiritually. From the very first time you start a relationship with Jesus, you should be in a spiritual family. A relationship with God is personal, but it's not private. Spiritual growth cannot happen all by myself. Even businessmen and athletes know the advantages of a team. Winning takes a family, a body of people. Romans chapter 12, verse 4 to 5 says, Our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function. So it is the same with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Ang kultura ngayon ay naging masyadong individualistic. People just look out for themselves. We post pictures of ourselves. We buy things for ourselves. Only give attention to our own matters. And even technology doesn't help because technology promised that it would make us more connected with other people. But how many of you know that you can still be lonely with thousands of Facebook friends? The next time you're at a birthday party, a reception, or even a restaurant, look around and see families and friends where their attention is. Their conversations are on the cell phone. Attention is on the cell phone. Spiritual growth and true lifestyle change happens through interconnected relationships with God's family. Yes, in this season of our life, uh, nakaranas kami ng matinding pagsubok. Yun na yun that uh, we'll, we've lost our mom. Especially, syempre, sa side ko, hindi ko tanggap that parang biglaan na lang na ganun ang mangyayari. I really thank God that meron SFCC family na nag-encourage sa akin at sa family namin at pinag-prepare kami at very supportive to really help uh, sa amin kung ano man ang need namin. I appreciate talaga that I am connected sa SFCC family, sa Star Group, na doon na i-encourage ako, na i-strengthen yung, panana, yung faith ko kay God, and mismo ako nabibless sa testimony din ng mga kasamahan ko. How good God is sa buhay ng bawat isa sa amin. In the U.S., there's these giant trees called sequoia, and they grow 85 meters tall. And they're about eight meters in diameter. You'd think these giant trees to withstand the rain and the winds and the earthquakes, they would have to be really, really deep with their roots. But they're not. Surprisingly, these giant trees are only about six to 12 feet deep. How could that be possible? 
they grow in groups. Their roots go wide and they interconnect with other sequoia trees of the same kind. And because they grow together and share the strength of the others, they share the resources from the soil and every individual tree stays healthy and growing and can flourish. And as they support their group of trees, each one can withstand whatever harsh storm may come. And when you are planted in a church family, your roots of faith will grow into the soil of God's love and your roots of faith will build connections with the faith of others. And you'll experience a family-like security and strength, purpose, and productivity that you could never achieve on your own. So I just have three things I want to share with you today. First of all is keep connecting. Get connected in family-like relationships with other followers in Christ. Ephesians 2.19 says, You're no longer foreigners and strangers, but you're fellow citizens along with God's people and also members of His family. So, SFCC, we say, we want to be a family to you. There's no perfect family, but we believe family can and should be permanent. Not perfect, but permanent. Hindi katulad ng isang club or organization sa school or sa community, and you might join that for a season. We did not get together because we all agree about the same things. Or because we have... You know, parehas ang lahi, or language, or hobbies, or interests. Or not even because ka-vibes, or close friends. So what joins us together? It's the DNA of having the same Father. We are people who have a spiritual birth from the same Savior. E kung ang Diyos, ang tatay mo at tatay ko, it makes us brothers and sisters. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, it's true. And you're in a relationship with other followers of Christ that will last longer than even your biological family because it carries on until heaven, until eternity. So we better learn to get along with each other. At SFCC, we believe life is better together. And we do life together when we connect commit, and communicate in small groups. We call cell groups that meets every week. So whether it's in person or Zoom or both, a cell group is your home base where the door is always open for you. Your presence always matters. And so we commit to the larger group family, the church, but we also need a tribe, a cell group. And because then we can communicate with our leaders and brothers and sisters and involve ourselves in the lives of each other. I hope you get to know them and let them get to know you. Be real and open and honest. It's okay to not be okay. But change happens best when you keep connecting yourself with the Christian community, God's family. And now that you have been connecting to people, you maintain the relationship through fellowship. That's the second point. Fellowship. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 
tells us that the very first Christian family that started after Jesus went back to heaven, they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Now, the word fellowship is the Greek word koinonia. It doesn't mean socialize. It's not about eating food. It means sharing something in common, having a joint participation, belonging together. Koinonia happens, this fellowship happens when we gather together in love, in faith, hope, and in encouragement. And continuing in Acts 2, it says, All the believers kept meeting together and they shared everything with each other. The believers had single purpose and they went to the temple every day. They were joyful and humble as they ate together and shared each other's homes and shared their food. And at the same time, they praised God and had the goodwill of all the people. Every day, the Lord saved people and they were added to the group. I'm telling you, friends, fellowship will change your life. As a group, you get together, you study God's word together, worship together, pray for each other, eat the Lord's Supper together and experience the Holy Spirit's presence. These are huge advantages of fellowship. You can't buy this at a store. Walang mall na may ganitong experience. It's very, very valuable to be in a spiritual family. For you, for your family, for your children's children, you will grow strong and live as a champion in life. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Peter said that Jesus is the Christ and Jesus said, I'll build my church on that reality. And he said, the gates of hell will not overpower the church. Now, I, as an individual, cannot win against the gates of hell. But with Jesus in the midst of me and my cell group and my church family, we're unstoppable against any scheme of hell. And the third thing, we have connecting with God's family, fellowship, and the third one is accountability. Accountability. This is like using God's buddy system. If you ever been sa, sa school, maybe a field trip, or sa amin, as a scuba diver, we have a buddy, a dive buddy. Recovering alcoholics also have this call a friend system. You know, it's like someone that is watching out for you to make sure you're safe. No one is left behind. It's a, an accountability. It's a buddy that you can call when you're tempted, that supports you in your efforts to do right, who will pray for you specifically by name. And these things are not possible to do through this live stream or our large group gatherings. So you need a friend or two for accountability. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 until 11. Study this. It says, if one falls, the other can help his friend get up. But how tragic 
is it for the one who is all alone when he falls? There's no one to help him. And the key is you got to be accessible and not isolate yourself. Ang uling na that burns out is the one that stays away from the center where the fire is. So be proactive to connect with the Christian family. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25 says, Think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Do not neglect meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. So don't skip out on your weekly cell group or the church services. Why? Because we need encouragement because we are in a very real spiritual battle. And Hebrews 10 said, some are in the habit of, of skipping. They, some have dropped out. And when you do, pag ikaw nag-drop out, nag-skip out, you become vulnerable. You are a high risk for spiritual attack. Like in 1 Peter, it says, the devil is like a roaring lion going around seeking whom he may devour. A sheep that is attacked by wild animals is usually the one who's separated from the flock. Thomas, one of the disciples of Jesus, was disconnected from the community. At the time, I don't know why, but he missed out on encountering the resurrected Jesus. And God gave him another chance later. But you miss out when you're not in the fellowship. Peter denied Jesus when he was apart from the others. He wasn't accountable. He was on his own. Judas committed suicide mainly because he was isolating himself from the others in the group. Now, aside from physical isolation, don't also be emotionally isolated. Stay honest with God, with yourself, and with others. I want to challenge you. This may be a, a big step for some of you, but I challenge you to look for someone who you can invite into your personal life. Someone you give permission to, na mangingi alam. And you tell that person to hold you accountable. Sabihin mo na, will you act on my behalf? And ACT is a three-letter acronym that means ask me, check me, and talk straight to me. So when they ask you, just say, I want you to ask me. And I'm willing to acknowledge, kung may mga kasalanan ako, whatever is my weakness, I have, I'll acknowledge, I'll, I'll be honest with you about the temptations I have. I'll share with you my struggles and my victories because being real brings freedom. When we confess our need for God, I need God to help me change, to help me grow. And that is accountability. You don't have to tell everybody your personal things, but you need one or two. The second thing besides asking you is let them check you. Now, the word I wanted to use was the word confront, but we don't like the word confront. So when they check you, say thanks. 
Say thank you. Be humble enough to receive whatever is a word from God and trust God and, and others enough to make adjustments. And when they, the letter T is talk straight to you. When they talk straight, the Bible says when, when someone is, Ephesians 4 verse 15, speaking the truth, sometimes the truth hurts, but when they're speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the matured body of Christ. We need people to speak to us straight. David sinned with Bathsheba in a big way because no one was talking to him straight. Everybody was just saying what he wanted to hear. He's the king. But I'm thankful for a few friends who talk straight to me about what I'm thinking, about my marriage, ministry, leadership. He would talk to me straight. And he was not trying to win my popularity. He just wanted to sharpen me. As iron sharpens iron, so a man can sharpen another man. We need people like that. We need leaders. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17 says, Obey your leaders and be willing to do what they say. They are responsible. Okay, this is accountability. They're responsible for your spiritual welfare. So they are always watching to protect you. Obey them so that their work will give them joy and not grief. It won't help you to make it hard for them. Friends, you won't grow if you don't have accountability. If you don't submit and obey someone, if you don't listen to someone, if you're never challenged or never checked. Now listen, true accountability is voluntary. It's not imposed. It's invited. You invite someone. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 to 14, says that when a church family is complete with its various leaders and members, everyone doing their role, says we will no longer be infants, but we'll be stable, grow to maturity, have unity in our faith, and as every person in the body will be built up. Kinumit ko yung sarili ko sa cell group. And sa cell group, dun ko uh, naramdaman na may pamilya ako na with or without problem, nandyan sila para sa akin. And uh, yun, ini-encourage nila ako. Uh, um, kung may pinagdadaanan ako, may mapagsasabihan ako. And naging part din ako ng cell group. Ini-encourage nila ako. Pwede akong magsabi ng mga problema ko sa kanila and pinagpipray nila ako. So stay relationally connected to God's family and you will change for the better. You'll grow stronger, healthier, matured, and productive in God's house where you are loved, accepted, and you're forgiven, and where you belong. You belong in God's house. You belong in the fellowship. So keep connecting. Keep uh, fellowshipping. And stay in a relationship of accountability. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your church. Thank you that you have a bride here on earth that we can uh, be a part of. And thank you that you are 
in the midst of our fellowship. When two or three are gathered together, you're right there with us. Salamat o Dios na ginagamit mo ang iyong body, ang church, and help us, Father, to be connected and to stay accountable, to, to connect and commit and to communicate with our brothers and sisters in the faith. And transform our lives, Lord. Gamitin mo ang iyong body, the people around us and in our fellowship, in our cell group. Use them, Lord. Maybe we'll have to learn patience. Maybe we'll have to learn how to forgive again. Maybe we'll have to learn how to uh, uh, control ourselves and how to not be angry and how to not be jealous. But Lord, whenever there are conflicts, use every situation to sharpen us, to shape us, to mold us into the character of Jesus Christ so that we can truly be your ambassadors here on earth. Thank you for your body. Thank you for giving us the church family of San Fernando Christian community. We love your family. We love you, Lord. Be in our midst every day as we win souls and make disciples. For your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. See you back again next week. Next thir- This coming week, you have a cell group, go to your cell group. Connect with them. If you can't go in person, be on the Zoom call. Uh, connect in Messenger, but stay connected because your cell group is where you belong. We love you. God bless you. See you soon.